0: Hello, everybody. You're probably thinking, hmm, Travis sounds different today. And yes, I'm currently getting over a slight cold from last week, and I'm actually not Travis. My name is Finner, and I'm currently interning with the amazing team here at Fool and Scholar Productions. And I'm here today to tell you about the last city. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven a geo-engineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wandering, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, the Last City stars actors like Ray Sehorn, Jeannie Torado, and Maury Sterling. You can follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A big thanks to Wondery for supporting shows like The White Vault. And now, on with the scheduled programming.
2: The following documents and recordings are the third instalment in a compilation detailing the events of the archaeological team sent to Base Camp Piedra, consisting of Dr. Carito Ureta, Lucas Criado, Ava Olivia Moreno, Dr. Josefa Guerrero, Simon Hall, and Dr. Xiao Liu. Following the previous instalment, the archaeological team's lead, Dr. Ureta, has solidified her idea on where to look for the extent of the strange glyphs in the mountainside. In the winter months, snowstorms and rainfall in the Patagonian ice fields can drastically affect the landscape. Worsened by heavy winds, such storms can reduce visibility and lead to glacial carving, ice collapses and avalanches. During these conditions, travel is not advised. The White Vault Come from the camp's digital backup. The first is from an evening two days after the initial examination of the site. Here, Dr. Xiao Liu writes a digital entry regarding her work with the
1: glyphs so far. My time at Base Camp Piedra has been fruitful. It is difficult to believe that it has been only a few days. The amount of glyphs available when we arrived was substantial. And today, we begin with our careful excavation of more glyphs from the ice and debris. We have completed the initial documentation of everything that was visible upon our arrival. We have already a documented 235 distinctly different graphemines including the several depictions of animals, flora, extinct megafauna, and human figures. A partial collection of glyphs seem to show a larger scene, but we do not want to speculate until the remaining cover sections are examined. Every glyph but two from my original collection from the site discovered in China has a match here in Patagonia. My steadfast belief in the site's similarities seemed far-fetched to the team before, and now it has only gotten worse. Instead of denial, there is confusion and disbelief, some of which has led to debates on the authenticity of the sites. Dr. Ureta, being experienced in the area, has confronted Lucas on their location. She seems skeptical of the discovery, seeing as how the location of the site is not along a normal tourist track. Lucas explained that adventure tourism foul weather and a recent icefall ultimately revealed the site and none of this information seemed new to Dr. Ureta. Dr. Ureta and Dr. Guerrero have come up with a detailed map of where they believe we should look for the furthest extent of the glyphs. We will begin the excavation of ice and sediments starting tomorrow morning. I have a lot of work tonight. Although he is an enthusiastic student, Simon is too busy to assist looking through our collected glyphs but Ava and I will be looking for further matches to those documented in China. If I am lucky, I hope to begin work on small sections of interpretation, but I may need to wait until I return home to Beijing.
2: The next recording is a stored audio file from Dr. Guerrero's computer. This is only a section of the recording, as the full recording is over half an hour and mostly contains information on Dr. Guerrero's collected notes regarding references for the identification of megafauna remains to aid in the identification of the carved depictions, other documented megafauna depictions in South American sites, and the timeline for South American megafauna extinction. In a background of Dr. Guerrero's recording, Mr. Hall can be heard making a call on the satellite phone. Todavía estoy armando
3: la lista de posibles representaciones. Si eventualmente podemos conseguir una posibilidad para las tallas, esto daría pie a un cambio en la fecha de la posible extinción de la megafauna, como el extinto gontoferido de Sudamérica y nuestro estoy famoso tigre dientes de sangre. Conozco unos cuantos palosólogos. Si podemos obtener un edad eventual para for the carbons, esto podría ser be grounds para un cambio en the date de la extinción for la megafauna. Like the stink South American Gunfowthers and our fame-saber, Tooth Tiger. I have a few paleozoologists already to in the weeks to come. It would be a saver. There are depictions of several types of bugs as well, too. I didn't bring sufficient reference on paleontology. I will ask Dr. Ureta what resources she brought next time I see her. There is also a single depiction so far that shows a two-figure hunting party approaching a large deer or horse-like creature. The large size of the creature could either be the style of the carving or a representation of larger, extinct megafauna. Hello? Later today we will collect oh, the samples for processing and we will Man. begin in the excavation work Almost on the possible been. extremities of the site. Dr. Rireta has mapped out several possible paths and we've documented the approximately 40 meters of combined clips so far. I want to sit down with Dr. Liu at some point today to talk about the validity of the site in China. We are so focused on this site because of its current prevalence that we'd have not stopped really? to consider the validity of the records she found regarding the possible site in China. As far as I have read, the Chinese site itself was never discovered, only the documents. We found some interesting rock formations in the rock phase as well. We will be examining them further today in hopes of learning more. There is far more work to be done here than originally expected, but the more we are able to present to the local governments, the more funding we'll be able to acquire for the next field season. Disculpeme, Dr. ¿Puedo hablar con usted un momento? Sí, Eva. ¿Cómo te puedo ayudar? Bueno, estaba revisando algunos de los... I was looking over some
1: of the... Perhaps a piece of the orientation file didn't make its way to me. I think I'm missing something to make everything make sense. Tourists don't usually go up this side of the mountain. The east side, near the runoff lake in the town, is very commonly traversed by tourists, but the west side is harder to reach. It's not a normal path and certainly not
3: an easy hiking area. Oh, comprendo. The section you missed would have been in the paragraph introducing Lucas. He works for Sinovini Retreats out of Brazil. They do these expensive adventure tourism trips. He was out here on a special Patagonian ice field adventure, just in the new road with selected employees. So you're right, it's not normal to be out here, but that, thankfully, means the site looks remarkably persevered and undisturbed. So the times just lined up that well? Te noto preocupada, Ivan. Were you thinking something else? (laughs) Poaching, actually. Lucas just seems overly worried to me. Eva, está muy bien que analices el sitio tan exhaustivamente, pero creo que tal vez esto es demasiado. Have you spoken to Lucas? Carito and I spoke with him this morning, and he's concerned. The winds pushing up the mountain means the helicopter can't pick us up. Not yet. So he's planning our possible descent. He's been trying to map out roads since last night. Sinopany wants him on this trip, since it's good publicity, but he had to give up a lot of other tours to stay here this long.
1: No lo sabía. Hablaré con él más tarde. And with the warmer summers and autumns, the ice and snowpack on the mountainside has degraded over time,
3: so the site would have been found eventually. But then there's Dr. Liu. Hmm. Bueno, eso sí me preocupa un poco. I'll be discussing some things with her later. It's all a bit coincidental and unbelievable. The glyphs are near matches so far. So perhaps this isn't the first time someone has seen the site? I know we have no reason to doubt the validity of this site right now. But without more evidence, I'm starting to doubt the validity of her documents.
4: <clears throat> uh, sorry to interrupt. I can't seem to find some of my things. Did either of you see my phone or my brown pack? It was on my cot.
3: No, sorry, Lucas, I haven't seen it. It will turn up. Are we still leaving for the site?
4: Ah, uh, yes. Twenty minutes. Be sure you have everything you need, including water and lunch.
3: Yeah, okay. I have to get ready. Sigo más tarde. No olvidar hablar con la doctora Liu, preguntarle a Carito sobre las fuentes entomológicas, buscar contactos de posibles paleosólogos para preguntar sobre referencias acerca de la megafauna.
2: The next recording comes from the phone of Mr. Hall. Although it is a video file, the camera appears to have been strapped around Mr. Hall's neck, leading it to swing, flip and remain unfocused for much of the recording. Some parts are intentionally focused during sections of interest. Here is the relevant audio section.
4: got you touch the first time. We were over on that bridge and only saw it through a camera. And we never came this high during our earlier examination high Our initial examination was only over the lowest 5 meters. We didn't have the equipment. The
1: recess is deep, about 97 centimeters deep by 85 centimeters wide. Certainly over two... Two and a half
3: meters tall. The floor of the alcove is rather clear of debris. Look above. The overhang protects the area from falling debris and snow. Give me a moment. The angles of the sides and
5: ceiling ridges are man-made. Can you hear me? Only slightly,
1: Dr. Guerrero.
3: Esto es impresionante. Dr. Liu, come here for a moment. I can hear
1: everything. What do you mean? The alcove doesn't have any wind. We can hear you all perfectly.
4: So, what do you think there are? Places to escape the wind or something? Huh. What's that?
1: The stone sill? Probably to block debris from
5: rolling in. Whatever it is, we will add it to the report. It's either man-made or at least a modified natural occurrence. Simon, you've been quiet.
3: Are you feeling alright, Holt?
6: Yes, I just. Professor. Professors. I think there are more. There are sections I scanned yesterday. Deep sunk relief glyphs. Or I thought, but they are obscured by ice. Once we begin the excavations, I think there are at least two more of these alcoves
3: minimum. Well, we should get back to work. Carito, ¿dónde te gustaría empezar la extracción de muestras?
2: After Mr. Hall had reached the location of the alcove and the group had this discussion, he picked up the camera and focused on the area in question. The alcove is rectangular, measuring, as Dr. Liu said, 97 centimetres deep by 85 centimetres wide and approximately 3 metres tall. The walls of the alcove appear smooth with right angles, and the floor is clear of most ice, snow or debris from the mountain. The following is an excerpt from the next recording saved from this device. It takes place only several hours later, and is only an audio file.
4: Simon! The professors are looking for you up the mountain. Are you done yet? (laughs) Great timing! I just finished up. I just need to take a few notes. Uh, Hurry up! They took their samples and started excavation through the ice be there in a few minutes. Initial
6: scans on glyphs 212 through 235 are completed. Scans have been logged in both Spanish and English and will upload when we return to the tents. Flags on scans for glyphs 213, 214, 215, 217, 222, 229, and 231 for re-scan after further excavation. Note on glyphs 213 through 215. The spaces between the glyphs are minuscule and corroded. Although we have initially assessed the three sections as three separate glyphs, there is a possibility that they are a larger compound. Shit! Simon! Are you okay? Grab the phone! Got it! Need help? Yes, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for catching my phone, too.
1: Are you okay? Simon! You're bleeding! Really? Ah, well shit. I didn't think I'd hit the rock. Oh, I hit the rock. Yeah, I'm starting to feel it now. Lean your head down. I'll pour some water over it. It'll be cold. What? Why? If we can clear the dirt and blood from your hair, we can see how bad it is. Now, hold still.
6: Ah! Ah!
1: So, how's it look? You'll be fine. It's a long scratch, but it's not deep. Hold this on until the bleeding stops. And let Lucas have a look when we get up there! Thanks.
6: The initial scans are done. How is your work gone? I think it... well, it's kind of crazy that you can translate some of this.
1: I don't have any new translations. Not yet. I have what I found in the archives back in China, and those are confusing enough. I am getting a good archive of graphemes, though. There is enough repetition to establish a few basics. Do you have any background in linguistics?
6: No, well, nothing but the required undergraduate courses. But it is interesting, and I hope the scans I put together can help you figure things out.
1: They can't hurt. I need to get around you. I'm going up to the start of the excavation. Oh, I'm going to. I was on my way, kind of, until I fell. <laughs> Here, go ahead. You should watch your footing. I know the cliffs can be distracting, but this is a dangerous path. I was.
6: I felt something
1: pull on the line from up the path. Maybe
6: Lucas' tripped. But the line pulled and I lost my balance. It's fine though, no harm done. <laughs> A little harm done. Oh, I can hear again. Man, the wind is like unending white noise.
3: Oh, is that you?
6: Yes, Professor Guerrero. The scans are done for now.
3: How can I assist? Good. We're sitting at sufficient pace over. Can you get lunch ready? Lunch?
6: Uh, of course, Professor.
3: I'll
7: Everything all right home?
6: Yes, Professor. I'll, I'll get right on it
1: in those new you've
5: already revealed
3: What happened? Well, what was that noise? Is everyone okay? We're fine It looks like Eva achieved something a bit too hard I, I did not change my technique I, I think I hit a pocket of something Let me look
5: Someone hand me the larger brush Well, Josefa, your graduate student may have been onto something. It looks like another alcove. I knew it. There may be more down by the mountainside as well. This much.
2: The recording ends abruptly. This next piece is a typed report by Doctor Ureta from after the discovery of the small alcoves. Algunas notas sobre lo discutido
5: con la doctora Josefa Guerrero, sobre la procedencia del sitio, así como sobre el trabajo que hemos hecho en el día. El mapeo, escaneo e identificación inicial del sitio ha finalizado y hemos comenzado la fase de exploración. A few notes on discussions with Dr. Josefa Guerrero on the provenance of the site so far, as well as work from the day so far. The initial mapping, scanning, and identification for the site have concluded, and we have now begun the exploratory stage to find the extent of the site. We are still unable to determine a connection for the site to any of the modern or archaeological cultures of the area. We have not discovered any debris or tools used to create the carvings, and we are unable to date the site with confidence. I am apprehensive to make any statements regarding the site's validity, even after examining it with my own eyes, until after we have run the samples upon return to La Plata. I brought several recent publications regarding the evidence for an earlier human expansion into South America. Several, of course, deal with revised looks at Monteverde, but the-,
2: the document ends there, mid-sentence, and is not continued. The next entry is a recording from Dr. Xiao Liu's recorder.
4: Here, uh let me help you with that. Oh, what is this?
1: Uh thank you. It's a sifter. Josefa and Carito want to clear out the alcove, but we want to examine everything we removed to make sure nothing is missed. Stone tools, bone, anything could help give us a better day for the site. Right now, the glyphs themselves have us all at a loss. Did you find your bag?
4: Huh? Uh, sorry, what?
1: Your bag. You were asking around for it.
4: Uh, oh, no, not yet. (laughs) But, well, I don't expect I'll find it up on the mountain. Uh, I'll have to look again when we go back to the tent.
3: Watch out below! <coughs>
4: <coughs> what was that?
1: Some ice stopped off and some rocks rolling and done. Is everything safe? Yes, nothing hit the walls. <coughs> not in any significant way. And it wasn't too much.
3: Is Dr. Liu there? Does she have the safe? Yes, they're on the way. Ugh, what is that? What?
1: There, that. Uh, ugh, that black sludge.
4: Sludge? What is sludge? And where?
1: There, and the uh, sludge is like. Ugh, mud. <coughs>
4: <coughs> ah, que nojo! Meu irmão, que cheiro horrível! I think it's that bird. I moved it over there to get it out of the way.
1: Really? It's so cold up here. I thought, well, ugh, I thought it would just stay together longer.
6: Hey, I'm back. I can help with the sieving, but uh, once we have more revealed, I'll be back on the scanner. Oh, dear hell, what is that? It reeks!
1: Dead bird. <coughs> <Huh>. <coughs> right, I'm gonna take a walk up, get some air. <laughs> air? That's all we've got up here. A different kind of air. (laughs) Well, that's just not true. There's also ice and a lot of rock. Yeah. (laughs) Keep at it. I'll be back to help Siv in a few. And what do we know about the chosen means of creation? Tonight, when we return to the tents, I have a collected reference list. It's too
5: much to shout.
3: What was that? It's Eva! Up there! Here, I found something. She wants us up there. Simon, you go! We need to continue work! Go up with you. My back needs the break! Lucas!
4: What? Oh, yes, I'll join you. Ava, you shouldn't be that high. I haven't set up the light. Be careful. I set my own.
2: Now hurry!
4: Stop! She sent those beaters. I'll go first. And if they are secure, I'll wave you up. Wait for me.
6: I think it's another alcove. I think it is best not to speculate.
3: We will know soon enough. Look, we're clear to go. You first, Carido. Be careful! But look at the wall as you pass.
4: Along the bottom there are grooves. I, I thought they might be covered cliffs, so I followed the wall up. Be careful around that rock. The footing is loose.
3: We are losing valuable daylight. Eva seems in thirst. I'm sure it is worth the shore break! Whoa! Shit! You're fine,
1: Simon! Yeah,
6: yeah, sorry, I looked down. Uh, vertigo. I'm
4: good. Simon, focus on the path. oh Hey, everyone! Hurry up, come on! So,
3: what is it?
4: <gasps>
3: Dios oh. mío.
6: Oh. Is it really a cave?
2: This concludes the relevant recordings from the day the team discovered the cave entrance in the mountainside. This completes the third set of documents related to the archaeological team sent to examine and record the petroglyphs found in the Patagonian ice field above base camp Piedra. The White Vault